Blog Talk Radio. Mm-hmm. has the most appealing 
argument is according to, uh, if you could win three of the five members of the jury, they advance to the next round. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, that sounds that interesting. And, and you're Topic. trying to, and you tried to land a contract with a national, uh, a national media outlet. Huh? TV, TV yeah, national TV network. That's correct. Oh, okay. Well, good luck right. with that. And uh, you got to let us know, you know, how's that coming along. Keep us abreast on that. Um, I can do that. I'd like to inform our audience. Uh, uh, last, uh, for the past couple of weeks, I've been um, uh, 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 having interviews with different um, African-Americans that are in the Republican Party. And, uh, and you're the last one I'm interviewing on that. And um, so I just like to ask you, did you, huh? I'm not a Republican. I'm a, I'm a conservative. I'm not a, I'm, I'm a registered independent. I'm not even Republican or Democrat. I'm, I'm a conservative, but I am not a Republican. Oh, you're a conservative. Okay, fine. Right. So explain to us about being a conservative. Well, um, as a Christian conservative, I it's important to me that whoever represent who I vote for, they have to instill or embrace some Christian values. I mean, they don't have to be a Christian per my definition of a Christian, but they have mm-hmm. to have Christian leanings. I mean, I'm not in certain areas uh, politically that I, I won't compromise on. And I mean, I understand Democrats and Republicans. I know they have their different positions, but. But me, one thing, because I'm ex-military, I'm pro-military. Um, uh, I'm, and I like for a whoever I vote for to display or embrace some level of Christian value. Not, they don't have to do everything. They don't have to believe the Bible, as I believe the Bible. But I'm saying give me some feel that, that, uh, that, that uh, uh, Christian values are important to you. And, and if, a person, if they completely reject that, they likely are not going to get my vote. Well, um, okay, um, that's interesting. Uh, Nova, do you have a question? No, Nova? Um, actually, I do. Um, so do you, you feel because you are, you are pro-military, mm-hmm. because you're in the military, you have to be pro-military. Um, no, I, didn't, I but, didn't say that. I didn't say that. Oh, okay. Okay, I, okay well... Are you pro-military? I, I I am pro-military. I would like for whoever I vote for to be uh, pro-military, but I, but more importantly, more importantly, I would like to see whoever I'm voting for to have some level, some emphasis on uh, Christian values. That is very important. What if you have to choose between the two? What, what would you choose? If I had to choose one side or the other, the Christian values would, Christian values would trump. Uh, 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 a candidate not being pro-military, but but I, but being pro-military is second. I, and I'm also for any uh, candidate. I want them to promote big business because businesses like Walmart and McDonald's, those are the biggest employers employers of um, black. And because of that very reason, I don't understand why any candidate say, well, I'm against big business. I want to tax them to death. I'm saying if I'm president, I want somebody to figure out a way keep big businesses in business so they can't continue to employ large groups of people. Mr. Uh, uh, Mr. Granta, um, 
Let me, uh, you say you are pro-big business. Uh, how do you feel about, because uh, they employ uh, a lot of people, uh, how do you feel about African-Americans becoming entrepreneurs and starting their own businesses, whether it be I small say, or I, corporate? I have, I have nothing but praise. But I, from, even when I was working at the uh, post office from 2001 to 2009, I created my own business, a financial institution, doing small loans for federal employees. I, but I have praise for anyone who tries, because in my opinion, blacks don't try often enough to, to try to uh, to try to create and run their own business. There, there's nothing wrong with working for a big company. There's nothing wrong with that. There's some security in that, because the business, by definition, is risky. You, you got to consider the mathematical odds. Any business that starts today is usually uh, 90% of my out of business within two years. And those and those businesses that do survive within seven years, 90% of those out of business. Business, by definition, is risky. However, I have nothing but praise for anyone, including black, that try to uh, create their own business. I think that is a great thing to be self-sufficient and independent. I have nothing but praise for, for people to do that. Why do you feel... African Americans don't go down, go don't go down that route and and becoming entrepreneurs. Well, this this is my this is my opinion. We as blacks have got to stop making excuses for not trying. You can't say, well, uh, I can't do it because um, uh, the white man's gonna keep me down, or I can't do it because it's it's, it's um, it's just too hard. I think the odds are against me. You have to, you have to at the very least try. And I have a big problem with anybody who has a dream, who has an idea, a really good idea, and all they do is sit in their hands and talk about it. I don't want to be 65 or 70 years old looking back on something and reflecting and say, I wonder what my life would be if I, if I just tried. I'm saying just try. Everybody's going to fail. Thomas Edison failed over a thousand times a house to make the incandescent light. And he said, I don't consider it a failure. I just figured out over a thousand ways how not to make it. Walt Disney was a, initially when he did some business, it was terrible. He did t- he, Disneyland was a success, but he had a lot of failures in route. I'm saying at least try. At least try. Oh, okay. Okay. I have a question for you. You say you like to promote big business, which uh, to me, most big businesses are based off the idea of capitalism and, you know, the owner of the business, of course, is capitalizing off the labor of the people or the workers who are employed at the bottom. And um, do you think that that these type of businesses, these huge businesses kind of enable the idea of being a worker rather than starting your own? Well, you gotta look at this way. Most of the people in the uh most of the people in the United States work for somebody else. Someone has gotta start a business. If you if you come up with a good idea and you implement it, everybody under you works for you. Everybody everybody can be a business owner. That's not it's not mathematically possible. Everybody can't own a business. Some people have to you have to have some workers. It's a hierarchy. That's where capitalism works. And capitalism but do you the, think the that it enables are people to continue that route rather than start their own because, you know, there's so many openings for workers at the lower entry level. Oh, oh absolutely, and there's nothing wrong with that. Look, everybody doesn't have the mindset to run a business. Everybody doesn't have a new creative idea that it's marketable. Some people are, 
are just brilliant marketers. Some people are very innovative, come with ideas. But some people who don't have that, who don't have that gift, are workers, and there's, and there's no criticism in that. I mean, there's there's nothing wrong with with working for. But do you think that there's potential for for all of our people to um, you know have some type of trade or skill that they can profit off of, some type of commerce that we can use amongst each other, um, or you know maybe not a natural gift, um, uh-huh. but that maybe people can be taught and educated to um, become more than just a worker. Do you think that 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 can happen on a mass scale? Uh, um, no, because because if you run a business, if a business is successful, you're going to need a lot of workers no matter what. You, if, if, put it this way. Let's just say, uh, let's use Nike as an example. Now, the guy have he, he, Nike, their, their marketing is absolutely brilliant. But however, someone has to make those shoes. If everybody can't come up with an idea, well, I'm going to make a better shoe. If you got, you got 20,000 or 100,000 employees, everybody can't come up with an idea, well, I'm going to run my own. Company because some people simply do not have that ability to run a company and they don't have the idea of, of something uh, um, to market. Because even even if you are very good at marketing things, if you don't have a product or service to sell, you don't have anything. Everybody doesn't have. Uh, everybody simply aren't creative. Some people are just naturally born, dedicated, dependable, good workers. Some people are just very creative. Everybody go. Everybody simply doesn't have the ability to run a company or to create a company. Some people are just better off working with someone, and I think that is that is not there's nothing wrong. That's noble. Some people have to be a teacher. Some people are teachers at a school, but then you have you also have a principal. Some teachers will make lousy principals, and they don't have those type of leadership skills. So when they don't have them, they simply teach. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't think anybody should aspire to be. I want to run a company. If you are a good singer, you should sing. If you're a good basketball player, play the sport. If you're a good auto driver, then drive. But simply because uh, you, if, if a person is a, a good mechanic, they should say, you know, something. I want to be. I want to. I want to be a driver, or I want to be. Uh, I want to own Ford. Some people are just naturally good mechanics. If that is your skill level, there's nothing wrong with that. And I don't think everybody should aspire to run a company because everybody simply doesn't have that ability. You can't do it. We all have limitations. We should accept those and embrace those. Let me give you a better example of that. A, a person who's 5'4 and weighs 200 pounds is not going to be a power forward in the NBA no matter how much they aspire to do it. It doesn't matter how much they try. They're not going to be a power forward at 5'4 and 200 pounds. That's not going to happen in the NBA. They can, they can aspire to do that. A, a person who is who is uh, just got out, only barely made out of high school, not very well educated, they are not going to. They're not going to get a scholarship at MIT. It's not going to happen. However, they do have some skills. If, you, if you're not very well educated, if you're not very well smart. You may be, be, simply be a very dedicated employee, and a, your employer may say, you know, some. You may not do this or that. But this person's always here. I'm so dependent on because they're always here and they put out good work. It's not so. This person doesn't say, well, you know, some. What am I doing wrong? I should run a company. Well, you may not have the ability to do that. Uh, simply, simply because a person uh, uh, has a desire to do something, and they shouldn't chase dreams. I'm encouraging people to chase dreams, but we should be, we should be, uh, 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 know our limitations and understand those. There's certain things I can't do well. I, I'm, I can't cook. I'm a lousy cook. I accept that, but I know people that can cook well, and I sponge off of those people like relatives. Well, let me ask you something, Mr. Granite. Um, yeah. Uh, you said earlier that. 
black folk make a lot of excuses. Are they really excuses or are they expressing the lack of opportunities that are available in the black or the lack of motivation, the lack of encouragement that are uh, embedded in the black community? Are they excuses or are they just expressing lack of opportunities? Okay, let me ask. Let me ask a part. I, 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 first of all, for black, for black, and I'm saying it because I'm black. This is one thing we need. We need to be self motivated regarding the circumstances. It helps a lot if you have friends, a family member, or a spouse that encourages you. You can do it. You know, behind you all the way. But suppose you don't get that encouragement from them. You should be self motivated regardless of the circumstances. Now, as far as lack of opportunity, now here's one thing I'll advise all black: do the absolute minimum. Get out of high school get a high school diploma, do not have babies before you get married, stay off a of drug. If you stay, if you use those three use those three things, your chance of success uh increase dramatically. Put it this way, the highest median income in the United States is not white, it's Asian. But why Asians I like that because Asians focus on two things, family and education. That's why they have the highest median income. If, if you and I both own a restaurant on the same street, we both own, we both own a, an Italian restaurant that, that serves Italian food, and you have your restaurant is full almost all the time. People have a waiting list reservation to get there, and my restaurant, Italian restaurant, on the same block is very rarely even half full. My question is, what are you doing that I'm not doing that makes you successful? We, we the, the playing field is level. Both of us are. Uh, Serving Italian food. I'm going to go down and say, what is this guy doing that makes him successful? And mimic that. What blacks are do is, if the Asians have the highest median income, why? Because they focus on family and education. They are not having all these babies out of wedlock. Blacks have 73% of all babies born in the black community are born out of wedlock. Why is that so high? You can't blame that on white people. That is poor decision making. We have the, uh, the highest dropout rate in in a, in a, as far as education in the United States. Why is that? That is the decision we make not to finish school. We do not have to have these. But can you say, okay, but hold on, but hold on. Let's go back to education. Can okay. you say that most of these schools in the black community are not effective in teaching our children? When you say effective, qualify. Give me a better, give me a clear explanation. When you say not effective, well, okay. Curriculum, curriculum, uh, uh, counseling, guidance counseling mm-hmm. per se, uh, uh, um, uh, appropriate equipment, uh, appropriate tools, updated tools, updated equipment, uh-huh. uh, uh, the fiscal infrastructure uh, of uh, of these, and also, let's not. Forget about some of the school corruption corruption that are happening in urban areas, in predominantly okay. black communities. Okay. And teachers, teachers that lack of the skill level and also do not uh, uh, encourage or have have no expectations of black students because of the environment they are teaching in. So those are a little uh, specifics. Uh, um, okay. you, uh, I, 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 let me, me comment on it. Right. As far as 
the teachers. Now, this celebrity, the, te- the teachers union is extremely powerful. You, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you know that nationwide, the teachers union is extremely powerful. And it's difficult to fire them if they're pathetic. You, you, you simply can't do it. As far as the black community, now, I mean, let me pull back a little bit and look at, look at the broader picture so I can focus on that so you see where I'm coming from. As far as the, the uh, black community, you're talking about these schools. These schools are often in inner city, I'm assuming, I'm assuming that's what you're referring to, where where they don't have, uh, you say, updated equipment, et cetera, et cetera, as far as books, as far as uh, uh, technology, as far as high crime within these, within these schools. And you go to and you go out to the out, out areas where the communities are predominantly white, and you see these these schools have uh, these schools are better well kept. Now, schools in black communities are run down and ragged and high crime. I'm putting that. I'm blaming black people for doing that for this very reason. We don't have to have high crime areas. If 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 uh, considering. We are 13 percent of the uh, U.S. population, but but in 2014 and this in 2013, it's been been pretty consistent. We're 13 percent population, yet we commit half of the murders in the entire United States. Almost up in between 40 and 50 percent of the U.S. Yet we have to address the way we treat each other, which was translates to our schools. Sir, I won't go back crime. to the educational. I won't go back to the question of education. I just want to okay, focus but, on what you said about okay, I, education. Ed, Ed, okay, Ed, I'm, I'm you're saying that it is the black community for cause no, 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 of no, no, no. the run-down school I'm, system? That's what you're saying? No, I'm, I'm, I, I am saying that if what, – what, I'll put it this way. I'm making you the, the – uh, uh, I'm assuming you're from uh, – you're the East Coast. Is this a call from New York? Should I assume that? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I am putting you in a, as, at the head – of uh, the person that distributes all the money to all the schools in New York, in, in the entire state of New York. Now, each school gets each school you, go, you have the option to give it each school uh, fiscally twenty million dollars uh, for the entire year. Each school. Now, if you, if you send twenty million dollars to this phenomenally black school in the inner city, and you send twenty million dollars, now I'm from Chicago, I've never been to New York. You send twenty million dollars to a school that's well kept, that's well kept. And uh, uh, there isn't any vandalism, any violence. That school that that uh, is well kept, they're gonna spend less money on security. They're gonna spend less money on uh, uh, on, on keeping the, the school up as far as the school being uh, uh, vandalized, et cetera. You, the money is, is is better spent at a school that's maintaining itself. If you have a school that you got out of twenty million dollars, a good portion. Of, Grows the security and this stuff got ripped off here, and the schools being vandalized uh, regularly. You have a lot of active violence. You got to spend money on that. The school that spends more money on curriculum versus security uh, is spending money more effectively, spending money more efficiently. I'm saying in schools where where uh, where where there's a high concentration of black, and, and it's unfortunate, and, she, and, and the stats are bear this out. You have more violence. And more crime in, in, in inner city schools that's predominantly black than other schools that are not predominantly black. So I'm saying for us, we have to look within and see these the problems that we are creating. We can all if we really if we genuinely cannot believe we genuinely believe we cannot change the mindset of white people. Then how about let's do what we can. Let's change ourselves. 
So if if, if the curriculum, if, if if the schools are not being maintained, you got you got an issue with the teachers that you can't talk out, you cannot fire the ineffective teachers, and you have to have black more motivated and willing to do that homework and bring it back to school because if you don't if you don't follow the curriculum and you drop out of school and you start having babies when you're you're teenagers, your chances of success are the uh, reduces drastically. Well, if the school is get a high school diploma anyway. Don't blame anybody. Don't say, look, the teacher's not right, so I'm not going to get a high school diploma, and, they, and it's all their fault. Get the minimum and get out of it and go to the next level. Okay. I, I just want uh, but before, before we move along, I just want to say this to end this segment. I just want to say this, uh, that, that there never has been a mass shooting in an all-black school. There never have been a mass murder in an all-black high school in an urban area compared to suburban area. Now, have there been other little uh, uh, misdemeanor crimes? Yes, I agree with you on that one. But to say that the murders and the crime are in urban schools it might be a little uh, a little out there because, from my memory, all mass shootings and mass murder has been from predominantly white suburban schools. And far as as far as kids having babies, I know hundreds, thousands of black women that was that that became teenage mothers and, and went off to uh, finish high school went to college, and they are professionals and raising their family. And, and I agree, yes, we have to cut down on the teenage pregnancy, but it's going to happen. It's been happening for thousands of years. So I just want to move the question right along. Um, how okay. do you think the uh, independent party, has the independent party been involved in the black community over the past decade or so? Well, the independent party is weak because there's not a whole lot of people in the independent party. The independent party is, is we're supposed to be very objective people. I consider myself very objective. I, I will praise Obama when he does something right. I'll criticize him when he does something right. I don't give anybody past Republican or Democrat. That's absolutely ridiculous when anybody walks lockstep with a party because they have party affiliation. That makes no, no sense to me whatsoever. Uh, the independent party is because you don't have any leader of the independent party. You have no gathering for independent party. These are the people that say, look, I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. If you want my vote, that means you got to say and Don't dodge my question. just that simple. So the independent party, it's not a party per se. It's more of a group of people that have not made a decision of, of who they're going to vote for. So it's not like it's one person who's the head of an independent party. This person does not exist. You got the RNC. You, you got the think- how do you think the Republic, Republican and Democratic parties has interacted with the black community, communities well, in the well, nation? Well, I got problems with the way both of them interacted with it. You got on the Republican side, the Republicans does, could have done a lot more to interact with the Democratic Party, but Hillary Clinton got a black followers. Her mindset, and it's true, I got blacks in my, in my hip hop. It doesn't matter what I say or what I do. I get 90% of the votes me no matter what, but you look at it, since Obama's been in office, more blacks have been put on welfare than any other time in our country. You have more black youths unemployed. Than I'm, not, I'm not blaming it on President Obama. 
I'm saying, I'm saying, if you, you got on one hand, you got black people supporting uh, uh, the Democratic Party, and they, and their mind says, I don't care what they do, I'm going to vote for them. And you got Republicans that should be reaching a more to the black community, but I understand they're reluctant because of, because of the, the uh, uh, black community is going to look at Republicans with you know with, with one raised eyebrow. What's really going on with, with a certain level of suspicion? And let me make a, let me make a good point here. Do you not believe? Do you not agree that it was absolutely stupid for white people to not vote for President Obama without considering without considering the issues? Just because he was black, do you agree with that? Yeah, I agree. Do you also agree it was just as stupid for black people to vote for Obama just because he was black without considering the issues? You agree with that? I totally agree. That that, that is that is my point. You, people are, are are blinded by political affiliation, and my position is, uh, Kenneth, I'll vote for you in a I'll vote for you in an election, but don't dodge my question. If I have a question that's very important to me, don't blow me off or give me or ask you, if I ask you what time it is, don't tell me how to make a watch. I didn't ask you that. I'm saying I want I want your position on certain issues, and once I hear those, I can make a decision. But if you want me to be turned off to you as a voter, dodge my question. You may say stuff I don't even want to hear. Or you may you may answer a question that I completely disagree with it, but I have a lot of respect for you, and I just may vote for you simply because you did answer my question. Don't dodge my question. These things are important to me. It's just that simple. No, the reason why Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump have risen because you got people on the left and people on the right that are angry with politicians making all these empty promises and going to Washington and nothing changes. Nothing. Blake, how do you feel about politicians and the black community? How do you feel the interaction or any? I don't care what party, on a local level, state level. How do you feel politicians value our vote? Well, well, they value, well, all of us voters and politicians' eyes are expendables. We all numbers. As far as politicians integrating, I mean, interacting with the black community, well, I mean, that varies from person to person. Some, some politicians uh, do it. Some don't. Some have ulterior motives. Some are pure. I mean, that's kind of a vague question. I, I think as far as the black community, the, the, one of the biggest problems in the black community as far as uh, being Democrats is walking in lockstep, lockstep, not even knowing the issues, just, just having a mindset, I'm voting Democrat no matter what, without, without considering uh, other factors. I, I have a big are problem because... Are you saying that we're not involved in the issues as a community? No, Are I'm you not saying that we don't pay attention? We don't focus on the issues when we go to the polls. We're just voting on uh, on personality. Oh, oh, oh well, well, that's most that's most elections. That's most elections. Why? Well, I think Donald Trump is risen the way he is, or Bernie Sanders, because of their personality. Because because voters on both sides are angry. They they how they orate. The, the their personality is getting them attention. You think, you think if Bernie Sanders was really blase or Donald Trump wasn't on a uh, celebrity apprentice and had all and, and, and uh, had all this free publicity, you, you think he wouldn't be where he is right now? Personality means a lot. JFK, uh, his personality is what drew people to him. They considered him back there a handsome person that was very uh, very articulate. The issues in some uh, candidates, uh, in some voters' place, are secondary to the aura projected by the uh, politicians. 
But do you think that black people are are coming are becoming aware um, of the you know the whole straight face say pretty things campaign? And do you think that people are beginning to demand more or look for more, uh, or either you know just lose all hope? My personal experience is with a lot of people who feel as though they're in no party and they're not going to vote because their vote isn't going to matter. Well, see, I, you know, my, my son has that mindset, and I, and I, like I told him, that's such, such a boneheaded, idiotic position. I'm saying, if you feel you, you know, you're both going to get canceled out by somebody more than likely. You know, if you vote for this person, I vote for that person, uh, your vote is canceled out. But that's the political process. That's, that's how it works. But from what I see, from what I see, voters are, are so uh, are awesome, very, very misinformed. You got, you got people running for all. I'll tell you what, you can put it through a simple test. You can ask the average person simple questions. How, how many people are in the U.S. Supreme Court? Um, can, you na- can you name the capital of five states outside of your own state? Um, who, who, is, who is the vice president? I've seen people seeing pictures of the vice president, Joe Biden. They don't even know who he is. Who's the speaker now? I don't have any idea. The people, from my, from my observation and my interaction with people, people are very politically uninformed. They have they have no idea of what current events is, but they do know tradition. I'm black. My 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 friends vote Democrat. And I vote Democrat. What about this issue? I really don't know them, but I know some of those Democrats. So I'm going to do it. When I say this, you got Republicans the same way. My my mother and my father are both Republicans. They're conservative. I'm voting a Republican ticket. I don't care what the issues are. But do a little bit of investigate. But, my, but from my perspective, voters are, in, in in today's society are, are not very well. Uh, Informed and they they don't know squat about many of the many important current events. They simply don't know. They don't know. A lot of people don't know this. Hillary is about one inch from getting indicted. They they recently they recently gave her staffer the, this not the Department of Justice uh, immunity from um, uh, uh, prosecution. But I hear people say this. Well, you know, some this is all uh, this all the Republican nonsense. Well, Republicans don't control the FBI. The FBI is independent. The FBI is one investigating Hillary Clinton, but. Uh, a lot of people are, are not aware of that, but people in the, that, that are in the Republican, the, the Democratic Party, they are genuinely concerned because they know Hillary is very close to getting indicted. And if, if the FBI recommends that she gets indicted, she's going to have to get out of the race. She can't stay in. If she does stay, stay in, if the FBI recommends indictment, the DOJ, which is headed by Loretta Lynch, is going to be in an awkward position. If she well, looks know, the I other think, way, they're going to corrupt. She, she's going to have to do something. That this election is a little different than some of the sure. ones we've had in the past, uh, whereas the, the main a Republican candidate is mm-hmm. seems to be saying stuff to scare people away from voting from him. You know, some of the stuff that he's saying, um, like you said, a lot of our people are uninformed because, you know, sometimes to become truly informed about the candidates, you have to go and research, and a lot of people only see what is put out there through the media. Um, True. Do you think... True. That there's a reason, or that you know, if you as who you are can see what's happening behind the scenes and see how people vote based off character, do you think that they're putting his character out there purposely to push people in the other direction because they know how people think, as you say? Well, well, well all, all, they all do that. If you're referring to Donald Trump saying things that kind of scare people, all of them do that. When President o, uh, uh, Obama was running, they were saying, you know, some if if you like elect a Republican, crosses gonna be burning people's front yard. I mean, I mean, you heard that nonsense. We, I, I said that that 
That well, no, there weren't crosses burning on the lawn, but there was a lot of shootings of black men, young black men. No, there were not crosses burning on the lawn. There were shootings in black churches. I don't know. You rather have a cross it, it, burning on the there's something to think about. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Nova. Well, let me say, you, you talk about a lot of shooting. Well, this is this is what, this, out of all the problems in the black community, this is my number one, then my answer, of course. This is my biggest problem in the black community, especially with, with idiot groups like Black Lives Matter. And I say idiot. I say this. What a, what a joke. When they say Black Lives Matter, they don't care about black lives because for every, look at these numbers. For every one person shot by a black person shot by a cop, we kill 40 of our own. Now, why does Black Lives Matter complaining about that? Black people was walking down the street, they'll see 41 bodies on the ground. The first 40 people were black people were killed by other blacks, and they walk right past them. They get to the 41st person, they say, this person was killed by a white cop. Oh, my goodness, this is terrible. This racism got to stop. They're hunting us down like animals. I'm saying, what about those other black people that are killed by other black people? Well, you know, some, that's, that's just the way it is. That's just where we are. You'll you, you hear, you hear about Trayvon Martin. You hear about, about uh, Michael Michael Brown. But they, where's Al Sharpton? Where's President Obama? Where's Jesse Jackson? About the black on black murder rate. And then here's something I mind about New York City. When Giuliani was in there and the man before that, they give more to 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 save black lives than anyone else. The black life. Who? Giuliani? Hold on. You said Rudy Giuliani gave more to save black lives? That what you say? I'm, yeah, let me let me explain why I say that. Let me tell you, his first administration, his first, his first, his first bill as the mayor of New York City in 
and stress. And when that, when that happened, if you look at the crime rate when, when before Giuliani got in, before he got there, a lot of blacks were complaining about, you know, some. I think I'm being stopped in stress. I don't have a gun. I don't have a crime. However, however, those people that that were in those areas that had those guns, they stopped doing it, which is the reason why the murder rate in in, in black communities back there dropped drastically. And I wish Chicago would did the exact same thing. If 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 thugs know that you know somebody in this area now, you know where, where I would carry, I would openly carry a gun. If I do it now, I'm gonna risk being stopped. I'm gonna risk being stopped. All of a sudden, they're not carrying any guns anymore because they don't want that risk. The, All place, the, murder, rate, the murder rate in the black communities in New York City during the Giuliani era did not decrease. If anything, they no, no, no. increased. Now, there was an increase of police. There was an increase of police presence. But the murder rate did not decrease in the black in the black community. Maybe overall in the five boroughs, but in the black communities per se, the murder rate did not decrease. That's a fact. Matter of fact, the gangs, the gang activity flourished. Now this is a guy, Giuliani ran because I was very. Judy Annie ran on an anti-crime bill. He ran on he ran on the way he disrupted the mob activity, and he said he would be tough on crime, and that was his that was his slogan. But the gang activities in the black community flourished during his administration. So all okay. that about I, that tough crime. We have one minute. We have one minute. Let's wrap it up, Blake. Okay, I I I, res, I absolutely positively respectfully disagree with you uh, regarding the the um uh, the black community in New York. Where I'm saying that the black the the, uh, the, the black communities in New York uh, murder rate dropped drastically. You say you say they were. People can research for themselves, but I'm saying the, the murder rate in New York City dropped drastically, and I wish Chicago Yeah, it did they, drop, but not in the black communities where I'm trying I'm, to tell you. Right. Also, the gang activity increased and flourished <laughs> during his administration. I'm running out of time, Blake. I want to uh, thank you for coming on the show and we thank enjoyed you. the conversation and, right. uh, and, and you have a nice week and uh, I will be in touch. Okay. Look for my show in about a year. Look for my show on TV eventually. Okay, take care. All right. Uh Nova, Bye-bye. you still there? Okay. Nova? Okay. Yep. Um, <laughs> very interesting. And uh, he made a lot of good points. And uh at uh I uh I mean on some points I don't know. But uh that was his opinion. And we did. I didn't get a chance to ask him all the questions that I wanted to. But uh, what did you think about our guest? Uh, I thought it was uh, an interesting perspective, and you know, I love those. Uh, I, I think, I think, you know, really, what he was trying to say around his passion was that we have to take accountability for the way things are in our community. Which which I do agree which, which with that. Do. Which, Which I do agree with that overall part of the statement he was trying to make. Um, you mm-hmm. know, as you said, he he had a lot of his own opinions in there, but you know, 
Uh, I, I, I mean, I, I mean, we do have. We can argue well, but, on that one well, I, I do agree that when he said we had to change our attitudes, we had to change our attitude about ourselves. We had to change our attitude about each other. We had to change our attitude about uh, 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 the voting process. We had to change yeah. our attitudes about being dependent on the government. I mean, yes, he's right. We are very dependent. And, and I think it's by design. And I really, while well, I, well, I, we didn't have enough time, what I wanted to do, I wanted to focus in on uh, uh, the reason why we have this high crime rate in our communities. I will All say, right. I do disagree with supporting capitalism. I think everybody has a gift, and I think everybody can have a skill or a trade that they can, uh, you know, join the economic, the global economy from. You know, I do think that can be learned. I think it can be taught, and I think more people don't have to be workers or they can be a part of a team, you know. Um, no, but talk about your business. He said we don't have any businesses. We are two people that got our own business. Tell a little bit about your business real quick. <laughs> I, I forgot to do it in the beginning of the show, but I wanted to get right to him because he was waiting patiently for five minutes. Oh, oh definitely. I'll try to get it out there real quick. Uh, I do make natural hair bath and body and home products. Uh, my website is genuinitycosmetics.com. You can find me on Facebook. And I also have like a ethnically centered African boutique clothing store, um, African accessories, African clothes, Naira.com. Um, you can, um, you know, find it on Facebook as well uh, from my page. I have a fan page. But, yeah, you know, I, business, you know, I'm, all about, I'm all about business, so, you know, I support it. And I think everybody has a skill or a gift that they can prosper off of. Off of. I, I do believe but, that. If, if so, born, how's, how's business been? How's business been the past couple of months? Uh, it's been good, really good. <laughs> and you know, I just want to thank everybody who's been supporting me, promoting me, helping me. You know, it's 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 got to be a community thing. It's got to be a, a unity thing. And I and I I appreciate the support I'm getting from everyone. Well, I'm glad that we have been associated with you and. Uh, I know that a lot of it had to do with your exposure by coming on this show. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so we got to get that message out uh, to the people that got their small businesses. If you, do, it, it, you, you might as well partner with us, Queen Mother for Real Media, to help you get yes. the natural exposure like Nova has now. How many states to order from you, uh, Nova? Um, I got orders that come in from California, Florida, New York, all over. That's called national exposure. Okay, folks. So, Nova, you have a good week. I'm about to get out of here. And like I always say, I am because we are. We are, be- we are because I am. Have a good week, week everybody. i see you next week.